Welcome to episode 24. Before we get started, I've got to pay the bills. My sponsor is talking to me daily, telling me I need to have him on more. So without further ado, here is 1211 Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world. 1211 Apparel, the most powerful clothing line in the world because it's based on the Bible and gives glory to God. Jesus gave his followers a great commission before he left, and that great commission includes you and me. But if you have ever struggled with sharing Jesus, 1211 Apparel created Prayer, Wear, and Share to help. It's a free training on how to fulfill Jesus' promise of light and easy, found in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Since 1211 Apparel is Bible-based, they start out with giving first. Give, and it will come back to you. This is not a theory. It's the truth. 1211 Apparel wants to give you access to unlimited Christian tracks and free training to help you get off the pew and into the battle for the souls of your friends and family. Use our special link, nodoubtonlybelieve.com slash battle to get started today. Welcome back to episode 12. Before we get started, you know how every episode begins. The Gospel of John 1-1 in the beginning was the Word, and? The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. All right, welcome back to episode 24. A quick recap of the last couple of episodes. I think in episode 22, I introduced you to the concept of sin and that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3.23 and then Romans 5.28. For God demonstrated his love toward us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then I gave you a picture, I think, in 23 of what sin looks like. And what I've described, if you haven't, if you didn't listen to that episode or as a summary, as a refresher course, it is more of an open door. Instead of looking at murder or drunkenness or adultery or any kind of sin that you can name, lying, any one of those sins, see sin. I want you to be able to see sin as an open door, like temptation knocks and you have to open the door. The only person that controls that handle is you. And if you open the door to sin, I want to then, once sin walks in, I want to, now I want to take you to this picture. What happens? And what I believe, and this is just Gregology now, I believe that Satan, because he does not have the handle, if you shut that door again, he would have to tempt you. He'd have to keep knocking. But since you've opened that door, I think that Satan However that works in the spirit realm, he puts a spiritual doorstop in the way so that he has then, he's got access to come and go as he pleases, walking in and out of your life. And that's why if people hold these little pet sins or, you know, it's not this big a deal. This is why I just do this on the weekend or whatever they're doing. If they're hold on to something in their life that they know is wrong or that they know goes against the word of God. I mean, the only person that's really hurting is you. Now, sin can hurt other people, but what Satan comes in, he comes in and he, he'll he take over that area of your life, but what he what it does is he can trespass, he can go through your whole being. 
he tell you he can take over your whole world. And I, my pastor used to say that sin takes you further than you wanted to go. It stayed longer than you wanted it to stay, and it costs you more than you were willing to pay. Sin does pay a price. But I want to talk about, since this kind of can get kind of heavy and all that stuff, while we're talking about sin, I want to talk about which sin gets you thrown into hell. And I know that's kind of bold and that's kind of angry sounding, but you know, there is a heaven and there's a hell. If there's angels and there's devils, and if there's a God and there's Satan, there is a heaven and a hell. And if you do not believe that there is a physical place called hell, you are deceived because the word of God is very specific and there is a hell. So there is going to be a heaven and I believe it's going to be beyond anything that we can imagine, we can think or imagine. But I think there's going to be a hell, and it's going to be worse than anything we can picture or imagine. And I don't want to talk about all of that. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have a gospel message. I'm putting air quotes up, but I'm gonna talk about what I believe is the gospel or the good news, and kind of how to tie this all in. But what I wanted to do is, I wanted to ask you a question: Which sin? Get you thrown into hell? And it's a legitimate question because, you know, is it adultery? Is it homosexuality? Is it murder? Is it any of that? And I believe the answer is none of that. I believe that the answer, which sin gets you thrown in, I believe the only thing that gets you thrown into hell is denying Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I believe that is all the way through the scripture. I believe that if you don't say the name of Jesus and if you have not declared him Lord of your life, I think you're in big trouble. I believe when we die, we're going to stand before Father God. And I think, you know, and this is, again, this is Gregology, but I can back it up with scripture. But I believe that we're going to get one question from Father God. He's already going to know when God asks you a question, just know that he already knows the answer. But he's going to ask you, what have you done with my son? And I believe that that is the one thing. I do not believe that sin, any specific or any individual sin, gets you thrown into hell. I do not think sin is even the issue anymore. I believe sin has been paid for. And we're going to go to Hebrews. We're going to read a lot of scripture, and I'm just going to ask your permission. It's going to have to be okay because this is my podcast, but this is based on the word of God. The foundation of our lives should be built on the word. And if we're going to spend eternity in heaven or hell, we better have a pretty good grasp of what sin is and what sin is not. Now, sin is horrible. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, we should not practice sin, but all have sinned. And I just want to take away some of the condemnation that Satan uses against you because we're all going to mess up and we're going to continue to mess up. And what I want to encourage you is not only are all your sins before you accepted Christ forgiven, but any sin that you have done today has been forgiven. And any sin that you do next Thursday is forgiven. All sin is forgiven. Past, present, and even future sin is all forgiven. Sin is no longer the answer. Although we all have sinned, sin is no longer the answer. And I'm going to go to Hebrews, and it's going to be a lot of scripture. It's Hebrews 9, 12. We're going to start at 9, 12, 
Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. In 14, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? And then 924, for Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. And then we're going to go to Hebrews 10, 5 through 10. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offering for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. By that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus once for all. And then 14, for by one offering, he has perfected those who are being sanctified. So I believe that pretty much sums it up. And that's a lot of scripture and that's a lot to break down. But I just wanted you to hear that because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And to have some Yahoo talking into a microphone in an empty room doesn't hold a lot of weight. But when you hear the word of God saying that Jesus died once for all sin, and you can read that, read Hebrews. I I would encourage you to read Hebrews, the whole book of Hebrews. But if you want to pick up in like chapter 8, 9, and 10, I mean, I, I don't know why you wouldn't read the whole book, but I would read the book of Hebrews, and ask the Holy Spirit, God, what are you trying to say to me in this? Because the Holy Spirit is talking. This is one of those messages that God wants you to hear, that look, sin is bad, sin is horrible, sin is no good whatsoever, but I want you to be of good cheer because Jesus died once and for all, for all sin, past, present, and future. That is why One man could have died over 2,000 years ago for your sin today. And it's incredible. It is so wonderful that only God could come up with this plan. But this plan he did come up with. And this plan is for you and it's for me and it's for anyone who would take by faith the words of Jesus. And I want, we're going to talk about the gospel in the next episode, but I just want to get you encouraged that sin, all sin has been paid for. You will not go to hell with your sin not paid for. If you do not accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you deny the name of Jesus, that's the sin. That's the thing that you're going to stand before Father God and you're going to say, now what'd you do with my son? And if you can say, I called him Lord and Savior. I died to myself and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior. I think you're in big trouble. Now, I cannot, I cannot close this episode without at least offering the gift of salvation to you. If you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
I want to tell you, all you have to do is accept what Jesus did on the cross for all men, all men, anyone who comes to God and says, God, I've screwed up. I've messed up. I've missed the mark. There's no, there's no way I can earn my way into heaven. But I want to thank you for your son. He lived a perfect life. He died a perfect death, and he rose the third day, and he is the one. He is the reason that I can stand before God today is because Jesus died for me. Jesus died for you. If you would just admit that, hey, I've messed up, then God will hear you. You just confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God's raised Christ from the dead. You shall be saved. We're going to get in that tomorrow, but I want to give you the opportunity that if you would just confess with your mouth, God, I want you as my Lord and Savior. God's not going to turn you away. You don't have to be perfect. I mean, I listen to me on this podcast. There's nowhere near perfection coming out of my mouth, but I am moving forward. I know I'm forgiven, and I know I'm God. So you can have that same confidence. You can have that same knowledge that you are the Lord's by just admitting that you've messed up and that you need God's help. I want to encourage you to pray that prayer, and we'll talk about the gospel tomorrow as we dig into this a little bit deeper. But I want to thank you for being a part of this. This is a lot longer than I normally go, but thanks again for stopping by, and I want to encourage you to hit the subscribe button, and let's meet here every day. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.